If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch themselves. I'm Henley, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And we have a batshit crazy one for you today. I can't wait to get into it. Um, Henley, I also want to compliment you on that intro. You did an amazing job. <sighs> Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. We don't have to acknowledge it every single time, but man, man, it stresses me out. I just, man, it stresses me out. I had to acknowledge it because you did it so flawlessly. It is, you know, after four years of weekly listening to that intro, you would think, <laughs> you would think I wouldn't even bat an eye, but it's just too much, it's too much pressure. Yeah. Um, well, you nailed it. You know, thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, did anything scary happen to you this week? Do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay, you go first. I thought you go of first. something, so 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 we're good. Um, no, I, I um, as the listeners may know, just returned from a couple weeks in Europe, and I think the scary thing is just how dumb it feels to be American elsewhere. So so dumb. Everybody speaks one million languages and like knows history of all different countries, not just American history, not just American politics. I like felt so stupid constantly and was just like wow imagine being educated in another country how that mm-hmm. would have how that might have been mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm very jealous of all these people who are like yeah of course I know I, like um our friend Nick his wife Carla who knows Polish Catalan Spanish French and English yeah. just casually it's like she grew up speaking those languages like of course all of her friends did yeah her dad's also Polish so that helps but um I'm like, I know English and I know it poorly. Yeah. I don't even know rocky, it very well. Rocky. Um, I'm learning Spanish. Last time I went, I have family in the Netherlands and they speak Dutch, Afrikaans and English. And they were asking me if I speak Afrikaans because I was born in South Africa, but I did not grow up there. And so I do not speak Afrikaans. But so I was ashamed to admit that, no, I don't. And they were like, oh, right, you're in California, so you obviously speak Spanish. And I was like, yeah, you would think you would think that that would be true. <laughs> but unfortunately, it is like, it's does anyone, not. Do you think it's is it getting hot in here? <laughs> is or, it getting um, hot in here? <laughs> oh, caliente. <laughs> um, but I had a great time and I missed you guys a lot. And I'm happy to be back. We missed you so, so, so much. And I feel like there's a chance you might be moving to Europe. And that means that we would be in three different time zones. That could be tough to coordinate. Make it really tricky. Really tricky. But we'll, we'll make it work no matter what. Anything for the pod. 
anything for the pod. <laughs> what about you, Henley? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm just going to talk about the same thing every week, which is my slow, slow, like dissolving de-evolution into a suburban mom housewife, because I think that's where the it's direction. terrifying. Honestly, I was um, getting drinks with some of our friends last night, Henley, and they were like, is Henley OK? Like everything about her life seems really scary right now. <laughs> For those who don't know, Henley recently moved to Greenwich, Connecticut. Her husband's a priest. She's a priest wife. She's eight months pregnant. Her teeth are loose. She's doing Invisalign. <laughs> <laughs> lot going on. <laughs> Okay, okay. I have so many things to add to that oh, list. <laughs> um, they might not sound important to you, but they're important to me, which is yesterday. This is huge. Got a Costco membership. Oh, my God. Yes. Never had one in my life. Silas, my two-year-old, having full meltdown in the Costco membership line. Mm. Not a fan. Not a fan of having to wait in this Costco. The man was very nice. We had to take pictures for our membership card. He was like, you can keep holding him. It's fine. So oh. I have a picture. It's me and Silas, my two-year-old, mugging it for the camera. It looks like a full <laughs> JCPenney ad uh, in the, on the back of our like executive member Costco card. Ooh. And I was like, I was like, this is it. You know? Yeah. Like, this is it. I know. It's like an exciting day, but it's also like a small death happened, I think. <laughs> <laughs> small death small death um doors are closing fast behind me <laughs> so i get used to this lifestyle um i feel like there are other things i wanted to tell you about living in the suburbs oh well we drove to get tim's dry cleaning which felt very suburban to me driving just to get pick up dry cleaning was crazy also I still don't have a name for this baby mm. and she's going to be here like in the next couple weeks. And I do not know what her name is. I have no idea. Maybe she can name herself. You just wait a little longer. That, that will take <laughs> a while though. You know, I don't think we can hold out that long. I think I had had this stroke of genius which is that we just let the listeners decide. Oh my God. Yeah. And we put just, up a poll. We just do a poll. We just do a poll. <laughs> and you guys can just No, we got to make a really high Patreon level. hundred dollar <laughs> tier. Name Henley's baby. Only a hundred dollars. Only a hundred dollars. That's it. That's it. Um, and we'll take anything. No, I just am having a lot of trouble with um, female names. I don't know. Picking a boy name was a lot easier for some reason. Picking a, a female name, I'm having strong associations with every single name that crosses my plate. Yeah. Like every single one. I'm like, oh, I knew a girl. So my soccer team, second grade. Didn't like her very much. Yeah. I don't think I can do it. Mm. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what our name's going to be. Listeners. TBD. Sound off in the comments. That would be pretty funny <laughs> if I did. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Instead of doing like a Halloween spooky movie poll, we can do a name Henley's baby poll. Well, you know, that I like a good. name that can be a boy's name or a girl's name. And we happen to have one of those names in today's movie. So maybe <gasps> you're going to find a a name idea right here live on the pod. <laughs> and for the rest of this child's life, they can say I was named after the Wicker Man. That's right. Because that is this week's <laughs> movie, the Wicker Man, the 2006 one, the Nicolas Cage one written and directed by Neil Labute, 
based on the 1973 screenplay by Anthony Schaefer, starring Nicolas Cage, Ellen Burstyn, Kate Behan, Francis Conroy, and Lily Sobieski. What is she up to these days? Haven't seen her in a long time. I forgot about her. I love her. So did I. She's great. Uh, it's available to rent for $2.99, and we have two guests with us today from fellow HeadGum podcast sitcom D&D. It is Walid Mansoor and Elizabeth Andrews. Welcome to the pod. Thank you for having us. Also available to run for $2.99. Oh, yeah. Me and, Elizabeth, me and Elizabeth. Yeah, get on that Patreon tier. Rent them. Oh, yeah. We were just like vigorously nodding in agreement to everything you guys were saying. Just like, uh, just, we were just like, yes, yes. I feel like I have a thousand things to respond to just in those five minutes of chat. Like, I just got a yeah. Costco membership on Tuesday. So oh my I, God. And I took the picture. I had my baby there with me. I'm, I'm, I'm so in the same boat. Yeah, Did yeah. you get Abe in there? <laughs> Abe's not in the pick. Abe's not in the pick, but it's okay because I lost my membership card immediately. I, I was so close. I thought that I lost my husband and I, I thought I, we lost both of them after waiting in line and they were in like a, one of the bags. It was fine. But I was like, we just spent like 45 minutes doing that. We're going to have to do it all over again. Yeah, I got the app, so I think I'm okay. But Okay, great. Look at you being a, a, a digital native. I am an old person. I'm elderly and I'm living in an analog world still. I know that there, I could probably have done this online, but I, okay, that's thrilling. I'm excited yes, that we're both we're Cos exciting. Costco members now. Man, formula went from paying $45 to $25. Y'all got to get to Costco. Yeah. That's Whoa. right. It pays for itself. It really does. If you have a baby. Sammy, do you have a Costco card? I, don't I do not. Yet. I do not. Okay. Okay. Just need to make sure we had. I think it comes with a baby for in a lot of states. <laughs> True. Um, well, other than the uh, small death of joining Costco, the victory <laughs> and small death of joining Costco, did anything scary happen to you guys this week? You know, you asked me this question earlier this week, and the first thing that came up is my baby is now rolling, <gasps> and I watched him. I was right there at the edge of the bed, but I did watch him roll off the bed as I caught him. And I was like, Oh no, this oh, is officially, no. this is officially dangerous. He can no longer be in a high place, mm -hmm. not buckled up. So yeah, that was like mobile. a big scary thing. So that was the first thing that came up. But then yesterday I will say, wasn't that scary, but I did go to a wedding at the Houdini estate. Wow. And there were, yeah. Lots of statues and photos and images of Harry Houdini no. all over the place. Was there ma a magic show at the wedding? I hope. Um, oh no you would, you would think i've been to a wedding with a magic show and it wasn't at the houdini estate have you really they didn't cut the bride in half <laughs> they cut her dad in half her dad <laughs> that line it was so funny and yeah i'm really disappointed to hear they didn't do that at the houdini estate wedding yeah it was gorgeous though it was wonderful yeah. and it was gorgeous yeah. but yeah. yeah there was a surprising lack of magic going on mm. besides mm. you know love yes yes the true magic love is magical love. the true magic <laughs> <laughs> um i i did not go to europe or i'm expecting a child or um and but i did scare myself uh i ate two uh, this is tmi to meet you guys this is just my truth henley sammy Wooly, he won't be surprised by this but i ate too many flaming hot cheetos mm, one night oh, an easy an easy mistake to make oh yeah i forgot uh -huh. that uh -huh. i did that 
um, and woke up the next day and I was like, oh no, I'm dying. Um, when I, when I went to the bathroom, I thought I was, I thought it was, it was blood. Like I thought it was blood and I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> this is it. And then yeah. I was like, oh yeah, my dumb ass. Oh, I right. had like way too many of those last night. Yeah. How many, how many so, is too, how many is too many? Like, is it like a full bag? Medically, the FDA says five. Five is too many. (laughs) And I'll say I like ate a bunch and then I was like, I'm full. And then I ate more than that. Like, I was like, oh, well, I filled a bowl to the top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was like near the end. I was like, well, I can't throw these away or put them back and I just have to eat them. So it was like just putting myself in a painful situation. Have, Have they done medical studies about this? Because I have heard so many people be about being addicted to flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, like, there is, mm-hmm, I'm pretty sure there's an addictive element. I can't. There's something, something the inside. Yeah, there's something in there. Yeah. There's absolutely that something. Cheetah. That, that cheetah, cheetah does something. It's the cheetah. What's his name? Isn't his name Chester. Sam? Oh, Chester. That makes more Chester. sense than Sam. <laughs> Sam. Isn't it Sam? Isn't my name Sam? Is it my name? Might be Waleed. Who knows? That's the only name I can think of. <laughs> Henley, have you thought of naming your baby Sammy? The cheetah. It would be really funny. <laughs> we all we always circle back to how funny it would be if I named my child after one of my friends and like didn't think it was weird and didn't mention it. I was like, yeah, I'm Sammy. You're going to say something <laughs> like without telling me. That's what, that happens in the Fast and the Furious. Does it oh really? Oh, God. That does. Yeah, because, I mean, Paul Walker passes away in real life, obviously. Yes. But his character does not die in the movies. Mm, they, and they, they do. What? Vin Diesel does name his son Brian. That's right. Paul Walker's character. That's right. Yes. Whoa. Who's just a friend who's in alive. In the movie is alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stay home like, with the kids. go on vague vacation or something he's kind of a stay-at-home dad stay-at-home dad he sits out all the (laughs) all the missions and stuff yeah Yeah. (laughs) what an odd choice it's a really (laughs) strange choice it's a really really strange choice and they constantly have to keep justifying it and it's and it's wonderful and it's and it's the best series of all time love love those movies um but what are your guys' feelings about horror movies in general Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. Elizabeth, you want to start off? Yeah, I mean, I, in general, I find them funny. Like, I'm more <laughs> of a, um, and especially this movie we're about yeah, to talk I mean, this about. this one is kind is, of object, objectively pretty funny, yeah. yeah this one, yeah. I was like, watching it, I was like, halfway through, I was like, this is a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is a comedy. <laughs> um, but normally, like, yeah, if it's like really scary, I, I, I just, I don't know, I my brain can just be like, Oh, how funny that they spent time making that and then mm. doing this like, and like, I don't know, my brain it. goes there. Yeah. Um, but I do, I will say I don't, I don't mess with ghosts because mm. uh, <laughs> I think I'm, a, I'm vulnerable to spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> don't know why can't really explain that but I, um one time i went to just a quick yeah, i yeah. went to the the um shining hotel in Ooh, colorado whoa. once spooky place spooky place 
went back to the place I was staying, slept that night with a friend in my bed, and apparently I screamed in my sleep. Oh, jeez. I was, like, screaming in my sleep, and she woke me up, and she was like, it was like you were screaming from your soul. (gasps) And I was like, did I just get possessed? That's so scary, and so scary for her, too. Yeah. (laughs) She was so cool about it. She rolled over and went back to sleep. I would not have been cool about it. No, 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 no. I laid their eyes open like I'm possessed, and how am I going to be friends with my friends, and how am I going to be with my family? So that's why I'm scared of ghosts, uh, ghost stuff. I also get scared of ghost stuff, and it's because I can't... Henley's the opposite. She's, like, not scared of ghosts and only scared of... Humans, men, serial men. killers. Well, you're men. a pastor's valid, wife, valid. so you're protected. But I'm like, I have bars on my windows. A man can't get in here, but a ghost, <laughs> a ghost could. A ghost they don't could, care about uh, bars. <laughs> could get in here. <laughs> so I'm with you. I can't yeah. afford to be scared of ghosts. I think that that would just, <laughs> it would just be too much on my <laughs> plate. Priest's wife in Greenwich, Connecticut. S- Hell no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, there's so many ghosts there. More than almost anywhere. This house that we're living in was built in 1862. Like, I cannot cannot afford to be up with a newborn. Talking Civil War. No, I know. I know. (laughs) And Civil War was like fucked up. Like, really fucked up. That's where most ghosts come from, I think, is the Civil War. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, yes. So we're just trying to be friendly, you know, we're treading lightly. Mm every day um wonderful Walid how do you feel about horror movies uh this has been a new thing in my life where I grew up not watching scary movies at all Mm -hmm. and for a while I think that I thought I didn't like scary movies because my parents didn't watch scary movies my sisters didn't watch scary movies and I didn't really watch scary movies at all and then more recently I've been watching some and I'm like wait these are wonderful and i actually love them why did i not i think it's just a mad it's just because i didn't watch them as a kid so it's i feel like i'm learning that i actually do really really like them like the first time i saw like any of the jordan peele movies or Mm -hmm. when i saw midsummer for the first time i was really blown away uh and this this movie definitely has some midsummer vibes Mm -hmm. but opposite in terms of quality uh (laughs) but yeah uh, so I, now I love them and I'm trying to seek them out more. The only difficulty that I have is I feel like I want to watch them with people for the most part. Yeah. I prefer to have somebody with me, not because I'm scared, but I think they're just, uh, elevates the enjoyment factor to share. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but my wife doesn't like scary movies mm. and she is the person with whom I watch the most movies. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, come we'll on over. We'll yeah, I got to come, come on, on over. over. I got to come on over. <laughs> we wanted to watch this movie together, but uh, we our schedules didn't line up. Yeah. But there were so many moments in it that was, that made me think <laughs> of Waleed. Uh, so I'm excited to talk about it for sure. Same here. Um, I was I was pretty blown away. I also, uh, in terms of this movie, one of my big uh, in hobbies in life is watching bad movies, mm. and so when I. Rotten Tomato, this movie, and saw that it was at 15%. I was so <laughs> overjoyed. Overjoyed. It's 15%. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And accurately so. Yeah, I'll tell you some some stats. Yeah, 15% Rotten Tomatoes, 36 on Metacritic, which it's okay. an, unusual that Metacritic is higher than Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. And it's be, it happens when everyone agrees that the movie is bad and just like varying <laughs> degrees of badness. So Rotten Tomatoes is low because, like, yeah, we all agree it's a bad movie. But then Metacritic mm-hmm. is like, but how bad is it? 
36%, 3.8 on IMDb. So kind of a similar rating there. I gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. So that's a 50%. I rated it higher yeah. <laughs> because I had a really good time. I enjoyed myself. And you love Nicolas Cage. I love Nicolas Cage. I think there's a lot to enjoy about this movie. Um, and so I, yeah, I gave it. Is this a first time watch for you, Sam? It was a first time watch. And I watched the original and this back to back, which was Whoa. a fun experience seeing the, the quality differences. <laughs> yeah. Um, but some of it is, oh, blast. is literally the same line, same dialogue. Like they just lifted the script and then changed things and somehow made it um, much, much worse in places. <laughs> Wait, for real? They use the same, like... Yeah, there are scenes script. that are word for word the same, which I was pretty oh surprised by. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now I gotta go watch the original. I'm I so know. Curious. Yeah. I know. I'm running. I'm running after this recording. <laughs> what is the original from? What is uh, that 1973. Stars Christopher Lee. Yeah. Right. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the budget for this movie was forty million dollars. It made thirty-eight point eight million. Real oh, so close. close. Real close. So close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and some trivia for us: Robin Hardy, who was the writer and uh, or director rather of the original, had his name removed from this film's credits. <laughs> he did not wish to be associated <laughs> with it. Yikes! That's bad. I thought this was funny. Winona Ryder was offered a role, and she turned it down. Because she hated the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like the, that that reason is thrown in there. Yep, yep. So yeah. you're telling me in the original, a man goes to an island filled with women and yells at them? It's <laughs> just like... The, the women part <laughs> is, is just in this movie. That's... Oh, okay. I feel like the original is kind of focused more on him being a religious guy and them being pagan. And like that is the main conflict that he's having and they sw changed it in this movie to it being this like woman. yeah kind of um matriarchal society Wildly, yeah he goes nicholas cage i don't want to spoil but he goes straight to this island that's filled with women and he just explosively yells the whole movie just like out of nowhere for no reason he's standing so close to everybody and like <laughs> just scream. I would like to know, like, I would like to see a list of Rotten Tomato rankings for Nicolas Cage movies. Like, is it? I believe pretty... you can go to Rotten Tomatoes and just click on Nicolas Cage, and I think you can get exactly that. Yeah, I mean, is it all pretty low? I, I feel like I doubt this is. Um, excuse me, Henley. He's in some great movies. Yeah, he's won an Oscar. National, National Treasure. Treasure. National, Tre oh, yeah. National Treasure, for example. We all yelled National, National Treasure. Treasure. <laughs> what did he win an Oscar for? Um, what? The Vampire's Vegas, Kiss. The Vegas one. I wish Vampire's Ghost Kiss. Ghost Rider. Please, Ghost Rider. Shoot, I'm looking it up Rider. now. It's Ghost like Rider 2. Embarrassing that I don't... Is it Wild? No, not Wild at Heart. What's the Vegas one? He's in Vegas. He drinks a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Cool. Keep, I keep wanting to say Fear and Loathing, but that's not... What yeah, that's the only Vegas. Yeah, uh, Nicholas I mean, he's great in like Raising Arizona. I mean, mm -hmm. I bet you Face Off has a surprisingly high Rotten Tomatoes score, yeah. like Con Air. My guess is those have like over 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Leaving Las Vegas. It's called Leaving, Leaving Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yes. There it is. Okay. Okay. There it is. Um, this movie was nominated for five Razzies. Hell yeah. Let's do <laughs> okay. it. Didn't win any of them. <laughs> Basic Instinct 2 really 
cleaned up that year. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, they made a sequel to Base Basic Instinct. (laughs) I guess so. She crosses her legs the other way. The other way. That's (laughs) perfect, (laughs) Waleed. Recently watched that and it was very good. And the scene where she crosses and uncrosses her legs is actually genuinely shocking. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't mm-hmm. part of a horror. I was like, <gasps> whoa. And like kind oh. of a crime, right? Because I don't think she agreed to that. I didn't, no, think, she didn't I didn't know. think she knew that that was she did in, not know. in the frame, yeah. which is very no, fucked up. guys. Guys. Full crime. No. A full crime. Full crime. That's, <laughs> That's a full crime. That's a full crime. Um, yeah. Pig has 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, just so everybody knows. Pig. Highest rated film. Oh, Pig. I fucking love Pig. I've never seen it. Pig is unreal i love pig damn this one's like not even close to his lowest rated movie deadfall deadfall zero percent a thousand words zero percent never even heard of that one a thousand words arsenal three percent yeah we got some single digits and some zeros in here so i truly i could i like any other man yelling at all these women i'd be like ugh, whatever but for some reason nicholas cage like he pulls it off and i'm like i'm like yes man like when he i know we can't get i want to get some specifics when he goes into the classroom Mm -hmm. that's filled with a bunch of girl children he goes up so much confidence <laughs> for not knowing what he's doing or w- what's going on. He comes in and he erases whatever's on the board. <laughs> I wrote that down too. What a power move. Power move. What a power move. He like erases the name and then he writes the name of the missing child on there and he's like, that's, that's who I'm looking loud. for. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, screw your lesson plan. Yeah, he's like, this is my class now. I'm the teacher. I don't care about your education, children. Wild behavior. Yeah, okay, let's watch this trailer before we get into it. And I gotta say, this is also one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. (laughs) Oh, really? So we're starting it off right here. Great. Afternoon. Sorry about that. It's okay. I'll get it. Give me your hand! Edward, I know that we haven't spoken in a few years. I need your help. I need your help. I have a daughter. Her name is Rowan. She has been missing for two weeks now. I fear she is in danger, so now I turn to you. Be careful and believe nothing that you see or hear. Lost your bearings? Hey, sorry. Snuck up on me there. This is private property. Do you know her? Hmm, I don't recognize this child. Welcome. My little girl is still here. been taken by who I don't know. I'll find her. If she existed, we would know of her. Whose desk is this, hmm? Rowan? Hello? You suspect foul play. The wicker man returns. Who's the wicker man? I'm gonna search every inch of this town. 
Same trailer. I just, well, can't believe it. Yeah. <sighs> Henley, since you did not watch that, how do you feel after watching that trailer? I feel overwhelmed. <laughs> I feel like Nicolas Cage's acting absolutely never disappoints. Just yes. the yes. shot of him holding his face and pulling down on his cheeks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's like he makes these choices where you're like, no one else would have chosen to do that. That is a really strange choice. And it works. I guess it works. It's only for you, though, Nicolas Cage. It's just for you. It's just for you. His reactions are so over the top. Like when the phone rings, he like practically jumps out of his chair. (laughs) And I'm like, what a way to live. Like he's just like everything he's doing is just like over the top. I got to admit, I was pretty disappointed that in the trailer they don't include what is my favorite line in the whole movie. And it's in the scene. He goes to the classroom. He points at the desk. He goes, he's like, what's on that desk? And he walks over with his finger pointed and then he opens it and the raven flies out, which is in the trailer. But what they don't include in the trailer is that when he opens it, he goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) I died. I died. There's so many, there's so many incredible moments in this film. Again, I had a really good time. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a recommend for me. I feel like. Oh yeah. Badly, you should watch it. Yeah. And it's not. You'd have a good time. The trailer actually made it look scarier than it is. It's not. Okay. That's scary. At most, I'd call it a thriller. Like suspenseful, like what's going on this island? Why are all these women here and these bees? Also, yeah, my question is, what's going on with the bees? Like, so they sacrifice a man every year for the bees? Is that we'll get we'll get into it? I think I I think I get it. I think I have answers, (laughs) Sammy. I need (laughs) you for for that question. I think that everything tracks and everything is makes a hundred percent sense. I agree. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. 
So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. <laughs> Um, All right, let's get... We all come home after a long day of work, and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras, because they are uncomfortable and constricting, and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer a bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see. And they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice like mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the, the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. into recapping it papyrus font thank you so much that's a very important starting point i have that written down as well there's a few things right in the beginning that Uh immediately shocked me yeah yeah papyrus right off the bat one of the things that i will say i was like oh because i knew where the movie was going a little bit from the trailer slash memes online i will say i was impressed that the very first time you see nicholas cage 
they're at a diner is his there's another cop there and then uh, uh his plate arrives and we still haven't seen nicholas cage and the waitress goes honey and then he turns around and that <laughs> i was like okay that's uh, i'm on board Whoa. for bees let's get to bees one crazy thing that happens even before that is there is another patron in this diner that finishes up paying and this patron is played by aaron eckhart for for no reason that was aaron eckhart yeah oh my gosh i thought it looked like him and i was like well it's him no he's in the credits yeah he's credited (laughs) no just for that so not sure why that happened amazing and he's not (laughs) he's well known at that time he's not yeah unfamous he must have had been a friend of of the director or something or Or he was like walking through on set yeah like yeah you need somebody turns out he's in the back of almost every shot in the movie we just don't notice (laughs) we we watch it and it's like (gasps) he's there the whole time do you just just see him does he have a line or anything i think he's like says thank you for he's like finishing up paying the bill and he's like thanks see you see you later or something oh yeah that's it immediately distracting immediately pulls you out of the movie you're like wait what is happening (laughs) yeah five seconds in and you're like huh (laughs) and then another detail that i really love is that nicholas cage before he's called over he's looking at a rack of books and self-help tapes and he picks one called everything's okay it's a set of tapes i love that i don't know why this okay i know i said everything makes a hundred percent sense, but this I didn't. I don't quite know what they were trying to trying to do with this. It does come up later. At one point, his they go missing, and he asks where they are, and then we never. Have you seen my tapes? Yeah. They're we never called to them Everything's ever Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what an embarrassing question to ask. <laughs> yeah, I for sure tapes? would just be, would never bring it up ever. Never tell anybody <laughs> about it. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, so so um, Nicholas Cage, his character's name is Edward Malis. He's a cop. We see him kind of going about his cop business. Mm-hmm. A highway cop. He's like motorcycling. Yeah. yeah, he's like pulling people over. And a little doll gets thrown out of car window. He scoops it up while he's driving. Pretty impressive. Scoops it up. That's the save the cat moment. So you're on his side. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. save the doll, right? He saves it. Pulls over mm-hmm. the... Uh, pulls over the driver and it's, it's like a mom and her daughter in the backseat. She immediately is so apologetic. She immediately is like, sorry, sorry. She's kind of just been like a brat is basically what she says. <laughs> totally throwing her kid under the bus. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> Basically I, calling her kid a bitch right in front uh, to the cop. <laughs> like, damn. I thought, I thought it had fallen off the roof or something. I thought the doll had like fallen off the roof. It's, it was so wild just how quickly the mom was like daughter did it not my fault she daughter sucks <laughs> daughter has the audacity to throw the doll back out of the window onto the road wow Nicholas Cage goes oh he's like don't and mom's like don't do that and <laughs> Nicholas stop Cage being is such a little bitch yeah stop being such a little piece of crap also and, she's uh, like 11 years old right and she's playing with a doll that may be for four or five year olds yeah, yeah. too old is the doll, everything about this situation is off I got a question for sure is the doll dressed like Rowan does the doll have like a little sweater a little red sweater yes okay yeah 
Okay. Damn, Willie, you were watching. I was this watching movie. this movie, and I you did. Were. I was watching it so much that I think I could tell that this never pays off in any way. <laughs> Again, I think it does. I you think really it does? You. Oh my God, Sammy. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't think I Googled if they came back and the Google told me that they oh, did. Oh, it said no. The Google said Google said no. Reddit said no. But <laughs> but also I will say there are so many little blonde white girls and older blonde white yes. ladies. It was yes. impossible to tell yep. them apart. Impossible. Mm-hmm. I I agree. <laughs> I only could tell from the six feet under woman because yes, I love that two woman. Two six feet under women. The hot rabbi, hot rabbi is also in it. <gasps> oh my god, she's the teacher. Um, I'm not done with six feet under, so no spoilers. I'm watching it right now. Okay, so good, so good, so good. <laughs> um, but so uh, yeah, as he goes to scoop up this doll to return it to the bratty little kid, a huge truck plows into their car. Really shocking. Truly shocking like blew me away that when that happened he tries to break the window to get the little girl out but the car explodes and th- throws him backwards and he can't save them and well she doesn't even react we- so she's like in oh, the, yeah, she's just she's like in the backseat he's him. like give me your hand and she's just staring at him creepily yeah which she had already she's done a, brat, a little you know? bit earlier yeah she's a brat she'd rather die than she like- doesn't want to be rescued <laughs> not by you sir <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I literally didn't look up anything about this movie, and I never watched the original, so I literally was walking into this blind, and when that semi hit that car, <laughs> I was like, what movie am I watching? <laughs> well, yeah. And then also, so he, the, it smashes the car, he goes, he breaks the back window, he reaches, Hell, uh, give me your hand, give me your hand, she just looks at him creepily, car explodes, he blows back, Wicker Man. <laughs> Oh yeah! Title of the movie. <laughs> title. <laughs> yep. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Why title Cold now? Open. It was pretty. That was surprising. That was more surprising than the car hitting the the truck in yeah. the car. <laughs> What's the title sequence after a mother and daughter get plowed? <laughs> Jesus. Um, and yeah, we see after you know some some time has passed. He's he's taken pills. He's traumatized from this incident. Mm, really not doing well. replays it a lot. He's not doing well. And he they say that they never found the bodies from the car, the bodies. <laughs> which is impossible. I think based on what we just saw unless they were incinerated completely incinerated which i don't think it was that big of an explosion <laughs> yeah. yeah and the cop another cop a female cop is telling him this like a friend of his from the force mm-hmm. and she is mm-hmm. i i can't express how unconcerned she is that these bodies aren't in the car like she's like yeah they never found them <laughs> don't, don't get so worked up about it it's fine they're just vaporized bodies because i think she's more concerned with hitting on him didn't you get the vibe that she was like yeah, mm, yeah trying to like nicholas nicholas stamp out of it i'm in love with you <laughs> yep <laughs> yep but he's too concerned about this this wife and kid mm-hmm. and he gets a letter he gets, yes yeah, he gets the mail from the force including a letter that's written in on 1800s parchment paper <laughs> with like quill and ink <laughs> <laughs> inviting yeah. him to the island yeah, from his Isn't ex, it from, from his, yeah, ex, his ex his ex willow is like you know i know things ended bad and I, that's that was kind of my fault i'm sorry about it uh my daughter's missing need you to come to summer's isle and come help because you're a cop yep 
Okay. So he goes. Call to action. So he goes. Oh, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. He goes and it's like a, a hard to get to place, a private little island. Is it off the coast of Washington? It's, is that where they are? It is off the coast of Washington. So he is a California cop going to this uh, island off the coast of oh Washington. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. where I'm from. I'm from Washington State. Did you recognize Somerset? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's where I grew up. And so he has to take a little seaplane there, and he finds this pilot. I love this scene. Uh, I love this and scene. And he walks up and goes, ahoy there. And the pilot looks at him like, what the f- <laughs> fuck? Like, why did you just say that? And he's like, I just thought. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it really made me laugh. Which so maybe the- he improvised that. Do you think? I hope. I hope so. It feels like it. It's, if that was scripted, that's surprising. <laughs> similar, similar with the what opening what? at the desk and saying what? Do you think that was scripted? <laughs> I don't think that was scripted. There's no way that was scripted. So the reason I love this scene so much is because the pilot, he's like, uh, the guy's like, hey, do you know where Simon's Isla is? He's like, yeah, I, I do deliveries there every day i do these daily and he's like oh cool can i hit a ride with you and he's like whoa whoa these are very private people and we're where i'm from privacy matters okay these are i'm taking the moral high ground here and you will not go on my plane to that island and nick kate says well what about me what if me and my friends join you he goes friends he's like yeah me and grant and his twin brother ulysses and he pulls out oh jesus one hundred dollars it's $100. $100. The price <laughs> to name Henley's baby. $100. <laughs> this guy's moral character goes out the window. He's like, sure. Okay. He's like, oh, 100 bucks. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I'll do anything. I'll do anything. anything he for starts $100. foaming at the mouth. He's foaming at the mouth. He's like, get in, get in, get in. Get in. They get him there faster. They pay me in buttons and honey. Holy hell. They make it to the island. Gets to the island. And then my my favorite thing happens. This is a great interaction, this intro. Yeah. He sees some of the, the um, people that live there. It's a couple women and some men with a burlap sack that seems to be dripping blood. They're, oh they're, they're like, why are you here? You're not allowed to be here. You don't have clearance. He's like, I'm a cop. I'm allowed to be wherever I want to be, basically. <laughs> yeah, he's already screaming. Already, already confident. <laughs> to which they're kind of like, what's a cop? What? Yeah, they're kind of like, uh, huh? And he's like, a uh, police officer? And they still are a yeah. little thrown. These these three people. However, other people on the island are like, hey, you're from California. You don't have jurisdiction here. So some of the people on the island <laughs> right, so understand how jurisdiction some- works, while other people have never heard of a cop before. Great point. Incredible. <laughs> um, but my favorite line happens. He's looking suspiciously at this bag that's... Which is wriggling. Wriggling and dripping yeah. blood. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what is that, a shark or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's scripted, like, too? The no, I think, he, I think he improvised the whole thing. <laughs> well, everyone like else it. was on script. It sounds like it. <laughs> That that's giving me that, that's giving me audition vibes mm-hmm. unfortunately a much t- more terrifying horrible film than yeah. this one yeah oh um, <laughs> so yeah don't worry we're not we're not up. go we're not going to audition territory today <laughs> thank god thank god but, they, but then they're like do you want to look in the back so he's like yeah i'll look in the back and he goes to look in the back and they kind of shake it out and they go like oh and <laughs> And then he just doesn't look in the bag and we don't, we we never learn what's in it. it. And he runs away. Yeah. He gets spooked. He gets scared. 
He says, oh, you just scared me with that bag. <laughs> yeah. a bit. Like he just walks away and we're just left being like, OK, dot, dot, There's, dot. I feel like a few scenes that end like that mm-hmm. where they're just like, all right, I guess we'll end the scene now. We'll yeah. move on to the next scene. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, he goes to the. Oh, he's got a little photo of Rowan yeah. and he's showing it to them and everyone's saying they don't they don't recognize her. And, and he brings up Willow. Willow. This is Willow's daughter. They say we know Willow, but that's that's not her daughter and we've never seen that girl before gaslighting yeah and we get he gets a room at the at the local tavern yes sorry but isn't the photo of the girl the same as the girl in the car that gets smashed no this is what i'm saying all little white girls look the same in this movie they look so wait i thought that that's what i thought that's what i really thought from the trailer i thought that that was the same girl (laughs) hold on elizabeth did you think that was the same girl the whole time you watched the movie? Uh, yeah, Waleed. I mean, we watch movies th- differently. All right? <laughs> You're critically thinking, and I'm I'm just vaguely That's catching amazing. things. They're two little blonde girls with pigtails. Don't do that to me. I thought I thought that same thing watching the okay, trailer. Thank you. I just yeah. made that I just made that assumption. I was like, "That's the uh, same but girl." Sadly, I watched the whole movie and so <laughs> <laughs> pop that. Yeah. So they're two different girls, two different girls. I think it's so that he has trauma and feels all mm-hmm. this guilt, and he's like, "I need to redeem myself with a little blonde girl because mm-hmm. I messed it up last time." Yeah, throughout the movie, he has like dream flashbacks of the mm-hmm. crash. He like constantly yeah. is like having flashbacks be like this is why it's important to him mm-hmm. yeah. okay really but they're not much. connected unconnected but it's not connect I, I i google to me to told me that it never comes up again it sounds like sammy maybe you think that he co- i have an idea you think that they're at the I end think I, I think i saw something yeah yeah, yeah. they kind of I, I, I there was a shot I, I think I saw <laughs> there was a shot in the movie to me where i'm like oh they're revealing that these are the people from the car accident but once again, yeah. it's impossible to tell all these yeah, people it's apart. It's really hard. It was really tough. Jeez. Yeah. You're, you're right. All white, Little blonde, white blonde ladies and girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So he gets he gets a room at this tavern and enter Willow. Isn't that when she and Willow's in? works there? Yeah. It's re- this part's really strange to me, too, because the whole island is basically like, you can't be here. It's a private island. You can't be here. You can't be here. And then he's like, can I have a room? And they give him a room. And he doesn't use the fact that he knows Willow. Like him and Willow's knowledge of one another is on the down low. It's like a secret that they know each other. So I just don't understand why they're letting him stay on the island. I guess I know in the long run. But yeah. it feels it felt very strange to me. I'm like, it was a really weird scene. Yeah. Why not just be like Willow? Yeah. 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 It seems. But I think it's because we're trying to think that or I think they're trying to get across that Willow's like scared of the people on the island. Yes. And so she's trying to mm-hmm. yeah, be discreet about that. The fact that she's getting help to investigate all of them because she doesn't know who's taken her daughter, who's who can be trusted, who can't be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like everyone seems unhappy that he is here. And while he's at the counter of the tavern a bee flies up and he smashes it oh, with yeah. a cup and everyone in the tavern and i also was like oh, it was, it's like a cute little bumblebee and they look very offended by this so he's not setting a good tone here but then we see that he has epipens and he's allergic to yeah. bee sting so that's that makes why sense. he did that I thought that was a fly. So when he smashes it and says, I'm allergic, I said, you can be allergic to flies. 
Wait, maybe you can. I don't know. I feel like people have weird allergies. There was a waitress I mean, that I told bet. me that someone was allergic to chicken, which I didn't know you could be allergic to chicken. Flies is funny. Also weird, this morning there was a huge fly flying around my kitchen and Silas, my that two-year-old, kept going, he kept going, bee, bee. Mm-hmm. He thought it was a bee the whole time. So you got a bee confused with a fly. <laughs> Silas got a fly confused with a bee. Yep. It's an easy mistake. <laughs> Once again, a two-year-old to a 32-year-old woman. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I appreciate it. Don't worry, I'll I say really, it. It really hurt to not bring it up. So I appreciate that you did it. Yeah, you don't worry. I got you. <laughs> Okay, so him and Willow have seen each other, yes. but they are are not. And she she hands him a note. Yeah, she hands him a note okay. that's like, let's have a secret little meeting, and they do. And she basically, yeah, just says like, I don't know who to trust. I the only person I can trust is you. Mm-hmm. And he asks, yeah. "Who's the father?" He says, "Why why are you asking me? Where's the father of this child?" And she says, "Like you're the only person to trust." So we don't even yeah. get an answer. Okay. Is it him? Is he the father? Is that what we're well, right now? so they meet up. So they meet up. Yeah. Well, my other my other question is, sorry, but like, if he's is he immediately asking after this child? He's immediately investigating. Yeah, loudly and aggressively, constantly. Yeah. When he gets to the hotel, he does turn around, hold up the picture, and he's like, "I'm a cop." Everybody, look at here. Each and every <laughs> last one of you. To everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so what if people automatically be like oh are you with willow or like don't you guys know right. each other yeah yes yes and oh, that, that, willow, that rowan doesn't exist right so they're they're like you're kind of nuts everyone is still acting like they don't oh. know we've never heard of rowan we don't know what well, we don't know what that picture is yes and mm-hmm. after he has this little secret meeting with willow is when he goes back to his room and he's like so you took my tapes excuse me miss have you seen my tapes they're called everything's okay and i feel like this is a device by the screenwriter to be like this will be the moment where we know everything's not okay oh that oh. is incredible if that's why Genius that's writing. i think you're right and that's amazing i can't think of any other purpose for it that's amazing <laughs> I mean, and that's really where it starts to not be okay, right? Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. Does he meet up with Willow before he finds the bees? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, I feel like the whole movie is just him meeting up with Willow and then investigating some more. It like kind of goes back and forth between that yeah, a few times. Ne- so mm-hmm. the next main scene is him going. So he goes and he talks to like Lily Sobieski. 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 Uh, and he's like talking to her. He's like, Hey, do you know where I can find Willow? She's like, she's at the school. So you have to go to the school. But at one point, Lily's like, when you leave, take me with you. And he's like, ah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then he like, leaves. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. that, oh yeah, that was one of the other scenes that I was like, Hey, we're just ending this, that scene here now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Also the directions of the school I did write down were up the hill and through the woods, which to me, I think are horrible directions. <laughs> <laughs> on a huge island that is mostly woods to say up the hill and through the woods guaranteed you're lost 100 percent you're lost <sighs> immediate she also tells him that because he doesn't have honey for his tea or something and she tells him there's no honey oh, right now and he's like aren't there so many bees on this island why don't you have honey for he's like such a dick about it he's Wait, like there's, there's a little honey. bear it's like a little bear squeezy bottle and i noted mm-hmm. that i was like what the heck this is a honey he's island like, why is a store-bought you guys should make honey. And she tells him that 
their crop did not turn out well last year, which every establishment I go to, I always yell that. I go, you guys buy honey? (laughs) What the fuck is this? (laughs) What the fuck is this? You guys don't make your own honey? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, he doesn't know about the whole... Honey he hasn't met the bees at all. No, he's, he's just like one. screaming. <laughs> he's just an asshole. <laughs> he is an asshole in this. It's and hilarious. You know what's hilarious. so funny is that while I was watching it, I feel like I didn't even read it as asshole, and only now in revisiting it, I'm like, oh, he is a dick the whole time. But I think just because of my feelings about Nicolas Cage, like you were saying earlier, he just really pulls it off in a way he that I'm like, it oh, off. it's just like Nicolas Cage being. Yeah, being I'm just Cage. laughing. Also, he's just being gaslit the whole movie. The whole movie yeah. is just him yeah. getting gaslit because he gets to the he gets to the school. He's like, "Hey, yeah. I'm looking for Rowan." He races the whiteboard, <laughs> and then it really <laughs> turns around and says the name that he wrote down, which is hysterical to me. Could have just said it. Passes around the picture. <laughs> Every student's like, "Nope, don't know who that is. Don't know who that mm-hmm. is." Teacher doesn't mm-hmm. know who it is. He he snatches the ledger, the attendance book, opens it up. Rowan's name is in there, crossed off. Crossed <laughs> off. Cross <gasps> and, he's like, and then that's when he cue the desk yeah. and Who's she's desk like whose desk is that yep. one empty desk <laughs> bird cue bird cue what what <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he and he, he starts screaming at him you are all a bunch of little liars you're the biggest <laughs> liar of all the teacher he's screaming at the whole Which class she's like what the fuck yeah they are i mean yeah it is true but a man yelling at a bunch of little Eight girls year-olds. saying that they're all liars. She's like, hey, can, can I talk to you outside? Can we can we talk outside? <laughs> and they go outside and she's real cryptic, but kind of implies that Rowan is dead. Like, we would tell you if she existed. She's phrasing things real weird. And he's like, what do you mean? She doesn't exist. Do you mean she's dead? And she's like, we don't say that word yeah. here. It's very a very bizarre interaction. Later, she does say death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the movie, she does say death after specifically saying we don't use that word. Yeah, nothing she says makes sense here. But um, he's asking, how did she die if she's dead? And she says she she will burn to death implying in the future and then he's like what did you say and she says i said she burned to death gaslighting past tense what? gaslighting and he's Wait. really scratching his head the fuck is going on here also bird the bird any follow-up on the bird uh, being no. in the desk no. they were keeping in the desk to see how long it would live is what one of the little girls said just some light animal torture yeah one thing that we did that, that we did miss uh that i realized is uh, the first night that he's there, he looks out the window, he hears something, and he sees somebody dressed in Rowan's outfit from the picture outside mm-hmm. running away. So he goes to like go after her in what I think is yes. maybe the slowest chase that if I saw a little girl <laughs> that like was missing, jog. if I saw a missing little girl, I would be sprinting at full speed. That's just that's just my <laughs> point of view. Maybe as a father, maybe that's what's different. But he's kind of just like kind of lightly walking to go by this <laughs> and so she, and then she ends up disappearing is what happens there so that's kind of and like, he's been having like visions of the other little girl yeah, and so it's, it's we're not sure if maybe he he's, he's popping yeah. his pills mm-hmm. so we're like was that real was it not so fair we're not sure but yeah so after he has this interaction with the teacher he goes to find a grave he finds a freshly dug and buried small child-sized grave mm-hmm. 
And he's like, hmm, this this could be Rowan. Willow shows but up. Willow shows up and is like, nope, uh, that's not her. I know it's not her. They did it. She's still alive. They did that. I don't know who's doing this. He's just getting yanked around, man. Yeah. yeah. Yanked around. And then she shows him the like underground crypt for some reason. I can't remember why, but yeah. just to be like, this will come back later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she understands foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and this is do where we learn. You're right, Henley. He's a father, which is a huge shocker to all of us. I know. Massive shocker. You, Massive. the daughter from back eight years and nine months ago when we were having sex. That's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that timing. So she just while they're in the crypt, it, she's like, by the way. She's like, I can't, I can't let them do this to our daughter. And then she goes, oh, <laughs> like, oops. oops. I was able to keep it a secret for this long until mm -hmm. I let it slip just now. Mm -hmm. So now he's got like a fire under his ass mm -hmm. to like find her. Yeah, he's reinvigorated. So he gets even more aggressive. Not that yeah. he was ever not invigorated. He's been yeah screaming at people this whole time. And yeah, it's amped up now. Even more. Uh, so then he goes down to the docks. I think is like the next thing I. He goes down to the dock because the yep. plane is there, and um, he kind of he just wants to. He's been doing cell phone, trying to find. He has no service. He's like, oh, the plane probably has a radio, so we're good to go. I'll use the radio. Also, in that first scene where he meets the townspeople, they're like, "How did you get to this island?" And they, oh, right. how did you get to this island? And he's like, um, well, and they're like, did the pilot take you? And he's like, well, I, I mean, and they're like, huh, we're going to have to do something about that pilot, basically, is what they say. Okay. Oh, so now the plane is just floating see? in the water. And mm -hmm. on the dock, they do, uh, this is also a top, top scene for me, is uh, he's on the dock and he looks and he's having a, uh, he sees a dead body floating under the water, under the dock. And he dives and he goes under oh, and it's yeah. Rowan. It's Rowan's body. And then it goes black and he's, it's like a flash and he's sitting on the dock. And it was like, oh, that was just a vision. And then we zoom out and we see that he's holding Rowan's dead body. Flash, and that also was a vision. So we did. <laughs> it's like a double nap situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. A dream within a, a dream. A dream within a dream is what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and he took the time to take things off before he jumped in the water. Yeah, he did take his like, sweet time. Yeah, that's fair. Once again, didn't run after the child mm -hmm. in the night and didn't yeah. had to take his shoes off. Yeah, and then he swims out to the plane and the radio is like all busted. The pilot's not yep. in there. Radio is broken. So <laughs> things are getting... Not, everything is not, not okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, listen, everything is not okay. Fully, yeah, those damn tapes to talk him down. Uh, um, but so then he earlier we saw that there was there was photos on the wall of the of the bar, mm -hmm. uh, basically like the midsummer photos of the may queen type thing it's like yes. each year at the festival they take a photo of a little girl but the photo from last year is missing and smashed, smashed dest destroyed just the night before he arrived can you believe it and so he tracks down the photographer's house who is also the doctor of the island and this is francis conroy from six feet under and mm -hmm. Uh, he's asking if she can print or she tells him, I don't have a copy, but I have the negative. I can print you another one. And, but I have to go right now, so I can't do it right now. Are, wait, are, sorry. I know you mentioned this before, but just to confirm, everyone's a woman. Is he like the oh, only man? Good question. Are there some men? Good question. 
It's there are some men. There are some men, there but none of them men. ever okay. talk, and yeah, they're yeah. all doing like physical labor tasks, as it should be. And also, here we go. This is another top scene for me. Is at one point he he passes a bunch of guys, one of whom is like loading logs up onto a trailer. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, hey, you need help with that? And the guy like silent, like nods, but doesn't say anything. And he helps him lift a log. And then as soon as he does it, like 30 logs fall off the trailer onto them. He like <laughs> saves the guy. He like throws him out of the way, saves him. And he's like, uh, hey, watch out or whatever. And the guy doesn't say anything. He's like, what? You're not going to say anything? And then he leaves. He helped him. And then left. But so after um, the photographer, doctor woman leaves her house with some beekeepers who have pretty weird kind of creepy. It's squid game masks. Is oh, what? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is Squid what Game mask. They are wearing. They have like beekeeper masks, but they, it looks exactly like the people from Squid Game. Yeah, yep, that's right. And wow, ahead of their time. Ahead, ahead of their time. time. Mm-hmm. And he breaks into her house after she leaves yeah. and is snooping around, finds some text that talks about human sacrifice mm-hmm. um, to help the crops. If there's a bad harvest year that you need to up Uh-oh. your sacrifices, essentially, in order to appease the the gods, goddesses. And the photo is of a, is of a child, I think. The, the sketch in the book is like a child yeah. sacrifice. And yeah. so he's like, oh, shit, they're planning to sacrifice Rowan because of the crops. Well, because he finds the negative. He does find the photo that yes. was missing. Right. And he finds that it was Rowan was the last may queen or whatever things are kind of coming together so because now. the harvest was bad it's her fault is what we oh. we as an audience are to surmise yep yep i see not good may queen a uh, literal may queen is that it's what may called? day i mean it's may 1st so i think it would be they don't say may queen in it but i mm. think it's well, yeah I think it's that. that's fair yeah i think so. okay <laughs> also pretty shocked that they that this island that doesn't have like any electricity has color photography that kind of surprised me yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's going back out doing more investigating and he meets back up with Willow. The other thing that he does. Um, <laughs> and I think he's really angry with her now is he's like screaming at her again and is just like, why didn't you tell me that she was involved in this in the festival? And they're I think they're going to sacrifice her. I don't know if he says that, but he's like really yelling at her. And then she is looking scared and then for some reason they kiss and I don't, I don't really remember why, but it, it, it evolves into a jarring. Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Jarring. <laughs> yeah. I, I did write down, <clears throat> I, 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 I feel a little bit bad saying this, but I did write down Willow is useless. Why did she go back? Does she know things or not? It's so like, <laughs> constantly like what you're being the least helpful for somebody that has a missing daughter, like being yeah. so, so unhelpful. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, he's yelling at her because he's like, why aren't you telling me anything? Because I'm out here Which doing a lot right. of legwork and you're not really helping. He's right. So, yeah, he, he is right. And then uh, he goes back out to yeah. uh, explore more mm-hmm. and talk to more people and run. He, this is where we, he finds the, the bee hives. Thank you. OK, OK. Yeah, bees. 
the bees. He <laughs> finds the bees. He's at the edge of like a bee sanctuary field full of bees. He's at the very edge, encounters a bee, sees. He has to see that there are so many bees in front of him. And where yeah, he just yeah. came from, obviously there wasn't any. So which direction would you go? There's not any behind him, and there's so many in front of him. He gets stung, and he keeps running and stumbling forward into more and more bees. Like, dude, turn around. Turn around. It's comical, Henley. It's comical. It's amazing. Like, it's like, this is a clown. This is a clown clowning. This is a clown. Yeah. Where's his EpiPen? He pulls it out, but he he passes out before he has a Mm -hmm. chance to use it. He's too late. And he wakes up with uh, the doctor slash photographer tending to him. And she says, mm-hmm. uh, we, we're in the home of Sister Summer's Isle, who we, has been referenced before as kind of maybe the leader of this community. Oh, yeah. And they call each other sister. Yeah, they call everybody calls each other sister. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised in this moment to learn that S- Sister Summer's Isle is a real person. Right, because the the place is called Summer's Isle. It's called Summer's Isle. And earlier, Willow, he's like, who the heck is mm. Sister Summer's Isle? And Willow's like, she's everything. She's the trees. She's the earth. She's the wind. And then it's like, no, she's just the, she's the person. She just actually is another human Oh, she human just being. is a person. Yeah, that was really, <laughs> really surprising. <sighs> Wait, do we meet her? Did we meet her? Um, well, one thing b- the doctor says oh, okay. that I just wanted to know what you guys interpreted this as because it kind of confused me he he's he has you know big lumps on his arm where there was where he's been stung Mm -hmm. and he looks at her and he's like did you use my my EpiPen my kit and she says we we uh I treated the danger in the old way and they kind of stare at each other for like 10 Mm -hmm. seconds and I thought he was going to lift that blanket up and his legs were amputated. And it was like, we're going to have oh my God. like an oh amputation. My God. But that's not the case. And I just don't know what she means by that. I think blood replaced with honey. That's, I think, what it is. Blood replaced with or honey. Or like sucked it out with her mouth. That's kind of the next yeah. thing I came to. <laughs> so yeah. like, something weird happened here. But it also doesn't really matter because it never comes up again. So. It never comes up again, no. Don't need to be worried about they it. They just don't <laughs> believe in modern medicine yeah. in this community, yeah. right? They're just practicing rites. They're doing yeah. something with the earth. Yeah, with the leaves and the trees and the bees. I think she sucked it out with her yeah. mouth. <laughs> the old way. <laughs> uh, but then, yes, now we meet Sister Summer's, Summer mm-hmm. I- Summer's Isle and... Edward has been looking for her because he wants permission to exhume the grave uh, that he suspects might be Willow. But they have a little um, meeting. This is Ellen Burstyn. Oh, she's great. And they they have a little meeting. They're like, let's go for a little walk. And where they walk is five feet from where all the bees are that could kill him. (laughs) Nice, nice. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like constantly flying on him and he's swatting at them, which is just like not the way to 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 behave around bees. Just is like he's swatting them uh-huh. onto his own skin. It's like, well, that's you're gonna get stung, stung doing that. <laughs> he probably was like also improvising all of that. So they're like, God damn! Now we have to put a 
CGI B in here. Because <laughs> okay. He was like doing that. Makes no sense if there isn't one. Also, this is such a weird scripting that happens in this scene. Is like early on in the conversation, he's like, I want to exhume this body. And she's like, yeah, do whatever you need to do. And then they talk for like five more minutes. And at the end, he's like, all I want to do is exhume the body. And she's like, I thought I already said that. He's like, oh, okay. I told you you could. It's such a weird thing to put in a script. It is very bizarre. It's really weird to have that interaction twice. It's really strange. Really weird. But yeah, she gives him like a little background on the... um, She's like, my Celtic ancestors rebelled against the suppression of the feminine, fled to the new world, landed, unfortunately, near Salem, saw all of of that, and so continued moving west until we landed here in the 1850s. And he's like, so what? Men are second class citizens here. (laughs) I forgot about that line. Oh, my God. And she's like, no, they're an important part of our community. We just are not subservient to them. And... I, I just, yeah, I really like the idea of him like standing up for all the men there. He was, <laughs> he was. He's like, I won't have he was it. Like, they're scared. They're not talking. Talk. The, the, the log man was te- <laughs> terrified. <laughs> but so then, yeah, then he 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 goes to dig up the grave. Now that he has permission, by himself, he doesn't bring Willow. Just by himself, goes and exhumes his body. Finds a burned doll in it. I'm. This is I'm piecing this together now. Might that be the very same doll that we saw in the opening scene? What? You know, I I have put thought into this. I think it's a different doll. And once again, it's supposed to be like kind of because remember from before. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to just doing anything clever with that first accident, they're kind of kind of just using it as like a reference point. This is kind of what what happened to him previously. Right. Yeah. But yeah, wait, how would have would have have been in the grave yeah it makes no well, sense because it was uh, an important thing is that it's burned and that doll was in a car explosion so it would be burned yes it, that's so true. true it's so true but how would it have traveled I think it's the same doll. how would it have traveled to yeah. this island they don't answer it they don't answer that yeah that doesn't make any sense so there's just a doll there's no hu- human body yeah there's no body no the doll paid the guy a hundred dollars to get on Two fifties, count them. One, two. That makes a hundred. <laughs> um, and then he goes into the crypt, which is partially flooded. So there's part that's underwater, and he finds a sweater that looks like Rowan's sweater. And but as he dives in the water, I think maybe he even thinks he sees Rowan again or something. Dives into this. I believe part. he has another flashback, right? Oh, he doesn't yeah, want to yeah. flash of the car accident because I did at this point write down if we don't find out who the people in the car are, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> that is what I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody locks him in there, of course. Mm-hmm. We knew that was gonna happen. It's one of the squid gamers. Oh, yeah. And he hangs on to the grate for yep. overnight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Until Willow comes and saves him. Yep. He like is literally like ha- like hanging to like breathe through the grate like all night because you can't breathe like and then she you can't breathe down there I guess you can breathe but it's just he's like half and it's like he's mostly submerged in water oh. and just like breathing up through the little grate in the in the top of the entrance to the little crypt part but yeah so he's weak when she finds him. Mm. he's weak for sure yeah. for just like doing mm-hmm. that all night and <laughs> she lets him out. And he's again screaming at her. 
And he shoves the doll in her face. <laughs> he really is. He really yeah, is. Really he's really screaming. And he's like, Where's it? there's a doll in her grave. Have you seen this doll? Who is this doll? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? That one's that line is in all of the compilations of crazy Nicolas yeah. Cage performance performances. And I think going forward, he is only screaming at women. Yeah. I think from here on, Mark's every yeah. interaction is only him screaming. Great. Great. Love it. <laughs> And she says she doesn't know how it got burned. She doesn't know what's going on. She's no help at all. <laughs> so he goes back to Sister Summers, Summer, Summer Giles. I don't know why I'm... We go to her house. Yeah. yeah, he's like on a rampage now, trying to find more women to scream at. Yeah. He opens the door, Easy. sees an old dude in a bed with a weird face. He's like, I think, stung by a lot of bees. A man that has oh, been yeah. stung and is swollen because the, <laughs> po- the poor men in this film. They're second class citizens. <laughs> and the next door he opens is a woman covered in bees, which I don't know what that means at all. I don't know how that relates. We haven't seen anything like that. Well, the first Wicker Man, the 1973 Wicker Man is very horny. There's a lot of like sex scenes. That's a part of the like cult in the in the original i watched the wrong movie (laughs) and so there's a lot of like nudity and i think there was some in this movie and they cut it out to try to get a a pg-13 rating and so i have a feeling that this was kind of inspired by the original where it was going to be like him seeing things he wasn't meant to see that are provocative and and mm-hmm. like boobies with bees yeah. on them. Yeah, boobies. Mm-hmm. Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> boobies. <laughs> boobies. <laughs> More of that. And we see that like um he he can't he can't find her, but we see her in a room with her like handmaids and they're all dressed in white and everyone's getting prepared for the festival, the big festival, the celebration of death and rebirth that we've heard of. It's it's May first. It's May Day. Even though they don't say the word dead, right? We're dead, right? <laughs> and so we're seeing um, everyone getting ready for that. He's running around looking for answers, and he goes to the bar full of men, and he's like, "Men, I need your help!" <laughs> oh, yeah, Whoa. let's unite. Come on, guys. This is our chance. <laughs> this is just like the Barbie movie too. So obviously, <laughs> yeah. Greta Gerwig was referencing Wicker Man when she made Barbie. Yes, I think she must have been heavily inspired by this film. <laughs> she must have been. Can you to not talk? They don't respond. They they just kind of look at him. We see the old. We haven't brought up the old twins yet. Oh right. Oh my God, Jacqueline and Joyce, my favorites. Okay. They did because I wrote them down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's these old, uh, oldish, like in their 60s, twin women that talk in unison. And I did write down old twins are too creepy, probably shouldn't exist. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> I said, I love them. I love them. I need and to that's get a drink with them. kind of different. <laughs> that's where we split in terms of how old twins should be allowed to be. Bur- weren't they like burned too? Mm, they like I didn't notice. I think they were just old. Oh, okay, cool. That makes me feel even worse because I was like, something's going on with them. It was <laughs> not, being <laughs> not being able to tell whether someone's burned or old means you've been in LA for too long. I gotta get out of I gotta get out of town, guys. I gotta go to Summer's Isles. Yeah, so then he just goes and he starts checking every house. So he goes, so okay, I guess before we learn what his plan is, he busts into 
a random house that I was like, have we seen this house before? But he busts in and he's like, where's Rowan? And <laughs> they're like, who's Rowan? And it's like a mom and a daughter. And then he goes and he's like looking around. He's like, I'm a cop. And then he opens a uh, like an armoire and a little girl pops out and they laugh as if they had planned that he was going to show up. Really surprising. <laughs> yep. And then his plan is to go to every house everywhere and just search everywhere for her. <laughs> and he's like screaming at people like it's like screaming at children. Take off your masks. Yeah. They're like, do you have permission to do this? And he's like, you have permission to get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> he's really. Yeah, it's like he's I'm a cop. Everyone move. I'm losing my mind. And we're seeing mm -hmm. people in like little animal masks kind of watching him from bushes. And he goes down to the beach at one point and he does find the dead body of the pilot <gasps> and uh, the pilot's eyes are missing and Ooh, his mouth his is, mouth like is sewn, sewn and his hand is missing and instead of a hand they have shoved like twigs into <gasps> his stump oh i missed that i thought that was his bones kind of a little wicker manny preview of, of yeah it it's actually pretty gross yeah why don't they burn him why don't they just burn him? <laughs> That's a great question. Oh, wait, I think I have an answer. <laughs> Once we get to the twist of this movie, I do need to come back to this scene. Okay. Okay. Once okay. we get to the twist. But the funniest part of this scene is he does try and wake him up. <laughs> oh, this guy is so dead. He is so, so dead. dead. He's like, hey, dude. His eyes are missing. And he's like, wake up, man. He throws $50 at him. He's like, wake up, man. <laughs> I'm ready to go back. Oh, and he then he like continues tearing through town. Oh, and the He's plane is sunk too. Oh, plane is sunk. So his way of exiting is also yeah. He's, he's done. done. He's done. Done. Mm -hmm. He's going yeah. into houses. Just all the kids are wearing masks because that it's the part of the festivity is you wear like these animal. costumes, animal masks, yeah. and he's just like knocking masks off little girls and being like, <laughs> "Take your fucking masks off! I'm a cop. I can do this." <laughs> and. We see the um, the woman that owns the bar. It's kind of, she's kind of a big lady, and she's got a big a big bear costume mm -hmm. and one that might fit Nicolas Cage if he were looking to try to sneak into the festivities. And we do overhear her and another woman saying, "Did you take care of that thing by the docks we talked about?" And the lady being <laughs> like, "Yeah, I, it's done. It's taken care of." Nice. <laughs> and. Uh, so that lady leaves and it's just uh, the owner like getting in her bear costume or about to get in her bear costume. Nicolas Cage just like slowly walks in. It's kind of like tense. And they're staring at each other. She's like, what? And he's like, what? And then he's like slowly steps up, steps up and like gets real close up to her. And they're just staring at each other. And he fucking punches her in the face so hard that it knocks her out. <laughs> And then Lily comes out of nowhere and jumps on him and then they start to fight. And he like throws her up against all the pictures over a table. And now he's just beating up women is what Oh my god. He like drop kicks her. He kicks her in the in the chest, like flinging her backwards, knocks her out too. God, it's funny. Incredible. Ugh. It's really funny. Yeah, if you're not going to watch the movie, you should at least watch like the, the I'm sure there's <laughs> compilations of just the craziest scenes from this movie and this will definitely be in there. Oh my god. So this is when he puts on the bear costume yeah. and this is the point where I was like, dude, this is midsummer. Yeah, that is we midsummer. Have officially, we have yeah, officially yeah. reached midsummer. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, 
I was really surprised. It was a slow, gradual climb to it. Him putting on the bear costume. I was like, I got to talk to whoever wrote Midsummer now. Like, Have you seen Wicker Man? <laughs> Ari Aster inspired. Oh, he's definitely seen it. Inspired by Wicker Man. Greta Gerwig. Inspired <laughs> by Wicker Man. Wicker Man, seminal film, should be taught in film school if it isn't already. That's right. It must already be. The influence of this film is felt all around mm-hmm. us to this day. Heavily agree. <laughs> Heavily agree. At this point, I did write down, I feel like I'm not gonna get a satisfying ending slash explanation at that point you were worried (laughs) (laughs) optimistic you were really holding out hope because at this point i paused and i was like eight minutes left what (laughs) (laughs) minutes left um so yeah he he's everyone is moved into this big clearing in the forest where whatever this ceremony is about to happen is going to take place. And he's shows Willow that he's it's him in the bear costume and she's looking scared. And then as they turn a corner, we see Rowan tied to like a pyre uh, or it's just like a tree or something, but like looking like they're going to light her on fire. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think it's pretty safe to say that it's impossible to have known that this was Rowan. I agree. I agree. She looks like everybody else on the island. Yeah. Eventually, like three minutes later, he's like, Rowan. And he says her name out loud. And I was like, oh, I thought this was just another little girl he was saving at this point. (laughs) I truly, it was so, so hard. It was so hard. But so he's like, all right, I got, I, I got to go save her. And he runs up in the bear costume and there's a woman kind of standing guard in front of Rowan. And she thinks that this is the, the bar Mm -hmm. owner woman. And is like, what's sister beach what's wrong and he just punches her in the (laughs) face knocks her out dressed as a bear now it's so funny and he he unties rowan and is like i'm edward i'm I'm gonna save you and they run off into the forest and there's no plan in front of like hundreds of people he's like (laughs) i'm just gonna pick you up and run away with you Okay, when does he draw his gun? Because oh, that, yeah, in a, in a, oh, that's, in a minute, that's in a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. And Rowan's kind of <laughs> seems like she's running ahead, like she's leading him, and he's been, he's asking her, slow down, Rowan, slow down. <laughs> but it does seem like you should be running pretty fast. I guess he can't, he yeah. just can't run fast. Again, he's just, just really out of shape. He's just out of yeah, shape. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. He's like hunchbacked, too, <laughs> in, in a lot of this. I don't know. I think it was a choice. And they arrive, or they like, get through to the other side of the woods and everybody is already all there and Mm -hmm. Rowan runs into Willow's arms and says did I do it right mommy and Willow says yes that was perfect sweetie they hug and this is the the reveal they planned it it was all a huge plan (laughs) it's a ruse wow she tricked him to come to the island. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And this is when he pulls his gun and he starts pointing at everybody and screams, I'm going to shoot you to everybody. <laughs> he said, I'm going to shoot you. He goes back. Up. He has what? At most like six bullets. <laughs> well, OK, so this is I think this is a critical thing that we got to talk about, which is the last time that we see this gun. So we've seen it on his side a couple times here mm-hmm. and there. He's never like pulling out. But the last time that we see the gun is at Sister Samuel's Isle's house. He picks it up. He's like, oh, they probably mess with my gun. He takes out the chamber or he takes out the uh, clip ammo clip, the clip. Thank you. He takes yeah. out the clip. There are clearly bullets in it. 
Yes. He looks, he confirms. He's like, there's bullets in my gun. Good. Yeah. Got them all. And he puts his gun and he puts them inside. That's the next time. No days have passed. Besides him, like, running around, his gun has never left his side. Am I wrong? Great there? point. No, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. sure enough, as he is pointing it and about to shoot at people, he sh- he pulls that trigger and no bullets come out. And Willow has all the bullets in her hand. <laughs> Willow has all the bullets and she drops all the bullets. Talk about a magic trick. That's a I was perfect say, magic trick. Yeah. yeah. That, and that's the magic of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all kind of, all the women are saying basically taunting him like you thought you were trying to find a little girl but we found you and you're the just the person we need and uh answer here is that they say we needed someone who's connected to us by blood and so because i think this is why it couldn't have been the pilot because they needed Mm -hmm. a man that was related to them for some reason for no reason that's not in the original it's yeah i don't know why so that is which so rowan actually is her his daughter Mm -hmm. yeah right so but this is i'm glad we're talking about the pilot again because i said we got to talk about it yes the whole plan is like it's it has to be the case that he comes to the island he has to be at the island for this plan to happen right why are they so mad at this pilot? Why are they mad at the pilot? They need Great him. question. Great question. They need How him. the hell did they think he was going to get there without <laughs> that pilot? How was he going to yeah. get there? Why didn't they walk down to the dock, be like, hey, there's a guy that's going to show up. Just bring him over here and we're going to do what we need to do with him. Which well, also because there's another answer of like not now the pilot can like he can reveal that the guy was there. And so maybe that's a loose end for them. But that's yeah. how they should have framed killing the pilot that would have been cleaner and said they and said they were mad at the pilot for bringing him to the island which is not does not make sense <laughs> even though they need him to be on the island i just looked over at henley's face <laughs> while we were like discussing this <laughs> she's looking confused just i'm like, just imagining people in the editing room being like "Ugh, this is the, i don't know how to work around this well, yeah that's probably most of this movie i'm uh, speaking of editing, something very crazy uh, happens right now uh, that yeah. I was the most shocking part of the movie for me. I, I know what you're about. Do you watch it on Amazon Prime? Did you rent it on Prime? Yes, I did. Yep. Same here. Wait, I did too. Okay. Well, okay. Did you notice a famous scene missing? <laughs> because yeah, no. Okay. So, so everyone's all gathered around him. He has no bullets in his gun. So he tries to fight them, but there's so many of them. So they close in on him Mm -hmm. and it kind of crossfades into, um, them carrying him away, but we're hearing the audio of a scene that was cut. Not my legs. Oh, no. <laughs> my, legs. my legs. Well, first he says, um, you bitches, yes. bitches, you bitches, this is murder <laughs> and you're doing it for nothing. Yes. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. <laughs> and then yes. we hear like bone crunchy sound effects mm-hmm. and him so we know what's happening going ow my legs <laughs> wait my legs but we're not seeing any of this we're just we're hearing not it. Seeing it we're not seeing it we're just seeing no. him being paraded to mm-hmm. a giant burning man mm-hmm. like a wicker and it's all voiceover yeah. i totally forgot and then that. he they arrive at the the titular wicker man huge 
um, I don't know what I'm so bad at estimating height. How tall do you think that is? 30 feet? 50. Yeah. 40, 50 feet. Maybe. Great. Yeah. 50 foot high man made out of sticks. Are we daytime this whole time, by the way? I was kind of a. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Almost the whole movie. Almost. A, there's a yeah, couple there's some night nighttime scenes. scenes. Like he exhumes at night. He chases the little girl at night, but for the most part, it's all daytime. Also, midsummer vibes. But the whole breaking the, whole the legs and yeah. burning yeah, him is during the day. Well, because yeah. it's, it's 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 a similar, I feel like, celebration. I don't know if it's the exact same thing that they would be doing in Sweden, but it's definitely based on the same sort of like a, a, yeah. a daytime festival tradition thing. So, but yeah, so then he they like have carried him over to this wicker man in a big burlap sap sack and they open it and he's got a face covered in bee stings and yeah. i think the most famous part of the movie is cut out I of was, this i version. was waiting I, even as he was getting pulled up so he eventually gets strung up and pulled up the wicker man as it burns and that's at this point i'm still like okay but he's gonna get cut down and they're gonna put bees around his head right yeah when are the bees happening <laughs> when's he gonna get the bees so the There's famous really line famous, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I thought when he was so when he was running through that field and getting stung, I was like, "Wait a minute, is this the bee meme? Like the famous?" Yeah, the, the bee meme is he has a mask on that you may have seen this. He has like mm -hmm. a, a wicker basket mask on his head, yes. and they're pouring bees into the mask, and he screams, "Not the bees! Not the bees! Not the bees! And, the bees! Not the bees!" <laughs> yes. Wait, why don't they have it on Amazon Prime? So I, I googled Too it. Too violent. It's, uh, it's in the unrated version. And so the, actually, what we saw is the theatrical release. So that meme is not in the actual movie, like the theatrical release of the movie. It's in the unrated. Really shocking. It was the most surprising part of the I movie was really for surprised me. And sad. Yeah. Is it rated PG thirteen? The theatrical release version? I think so. I think it so. must be. At worst. At worst. Because there's no boobies. So. It doesn't seem that bad. Like, even the pouring the bees doesn't seem that bad. You know? No, maybe the breaking of the legs in the lead up to it is what was, like, the worst part. I did watch the scene on YouTube. It is available on YouTube. There is a scene of his legs being broken, and then they bring the bees <laughs> um, afterwards. But not... In this version, and he burns, he burns, and he dies, and that's, and that's and not the end of the movie. Cue whole new movie. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, and also I will say that I think it is possible, although it seems like your research said otherwise, but I do think it is possible. There's like a reveal of a blonde mom and a blonde daughter that he goes like, <gasps> and so I think it is supposed to be the the people from the beginning, from the opening scene. It does. I, I agree. I 100% that would make and sense. I was like, well, it doesn't really make sense. But well, once again, it was really hard for me to tell them apart. So yeah. I, I maybe need to like look closer, like zoom in. But the other thing that's really weird. So it's a shot that looks like a reveal shot because uh, they're like taking off their animal masks and yeah. you like see these people. However, in the shot is like what seems featured. It's almost a three shot with two little girls mm. and a mom. Mm. So that can also, I was like, okay, now I'm really confused. Too many blonde little girls in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> really, 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 hard really a lot. But it yeah. would make sense mm -hmm. if they never found their bodies. And, but I mean, it's a really elaborate plan to really also elaborate. plan to be like, well, we have to have him have. How did they have this semi truck drive into? You guys have to How survive. How did they get out of the car? <laughs> You yeah. have to survive a yeah. car accident. It doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. But and escape the premises immediately, and also do a really good job play acting 
when you when you see him yeah that's yeah, a huge gamble to be like yeah you guys have to go and get hit by a truck and the car has to explode so get out before then but don't let him pull you out <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah only don't. purpose being to give him kind of like an extra motivation to go help a child right. like as if helping your ex fiance's child wouldn't already be enough of a enough motivator of a motivation it's like they didn't need that whole sequence no, almost didn't. but remember it is the lead up to the title of the movie right it sets the tone so it's it important the tone. yeah but Henley, let's. We got to tell you that this <laughs> him burning is not the end of the movie. Okay, what you need to tell me? We still got James Franco. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? It goes six months later, <laughs> and it goes dark, and then comes back up on James Franco and Jason Ritter, Wait, and I was what? like, what the. F- fuck is this i said I, in my phone app i went wait a minute is that james franco and the guy from parenthood because i couldn't remember his name and he's in parenthood the the tv series i wish it was aaron eckhart now oh, yeah, that, that. would have been so much better they're at a bar yeah they're at a bar and they like pick up these two chicks who are women from the island it's willow willow and lily uh are there yeah and he's and they're like, hey, you want to be killed in eight years? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they imply that with their eyes. Yeah, they don't say that. They say that. Yeah, yeah. They, but, yeah, black. pretty jarring. Um, jarring. Wait, 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 wait. So they're picking them up. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're on the mainland, I guess, like hunting for men, essentially. Mm-hmm. And James Franco and James Ritter are the men, and they pick them up, and they're going to, what, mm-hmm. go, like, get <laughs> impregnated by them, and then have... And then leave and go back really to the island. Really playing the fucking long game, this colony. Just have their babies <laughs> and then lure them back several mm-hmm. years later. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then what? before the credits, it says for Johnny Ramone. I just what? that also threw me. Who's Johnny Ramone? He's <laughs> from the Ramones. Know, wait, the, the, oh, yep. <laughs> I'm sure he would have loved this film. It's dedicated to him. Just, Whoa. just like I'm so jealous. many confusing things happening in the last eight minutes of this movie. I was just like, what? 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. This one's for you, Johnny Ramone. This one's for you. Was he connected to like the first one somehow? Um, it says in the IMDb trivia that Nicolas Cage knew him. Hold on. <laughs> Just a guy I knew that passed away. So the film is dedicated to late musician Johnny Ramone, who introduced Nicolas Cage to Robin Hardy's original The Wicker Man. Um, oh, okay. really strange though. Still, this one's so for you. it's like Nicolas Cage gets full creative ownership over this film, being like, "I, you know, I first watched this with Johnny Ramone, <laughs> and so I want to put at the end his name." Yep. Um, that is that movie lived up to all of my expectations. Honestly, oh, same here. Do you think you'll watch it? I would watch it for sure if it was on at a party in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. This is the yeah. perfect, perfect movie, answer. Perfect movie to have on in the background at a party. <laughs> I loved it. I was reminded about the existence of Lily Sobieski. That was the main thing. What is she up to? I looked her up and yeah, not she's not been doing much lately. Mm. What was she in? Like First Kiss? 
She was in right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never been kissed. Never been kissed. That's right. I feel like she played Joan of Arc. That's popping in my mind. I don't. I don't. That's huge. Those are two huge movies. Deep impact. That's really important. Deep impact scared the shit out of me. This movie is not scary. No. It's just that it has jump scares of like the flashback, like the semi. The, the semi? Yeah. The semi and the raven are probably the two biggest jump scares. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> the raven. Uh, and then it's just like only children kind of doing anim- like light animal abuse. Yeah, it's animal torture. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yep. Yep. Um, that's insane. I guess the moral of the story is don't trust female um collectives, which I'm not a fan of. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I don't right. like I don't like the thesis here, which seems to be you shouldn't <laughs> trust w- when women are in power. It's uh not okay. Well, they they get up to some wild stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I will say Ellen Burstyn as an actress generally does kind of like terrify me a little bit. I think that's great casting. She's scary for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yep. she is pretty scary in this. It's good casting. Yeah, to the point where I considered as an ode to this movie not talking this entire podcast. I thought mm-hmm. I thought about it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we, that would have been. But then every once in a while, explosively yelling at us. For <laughs> <laughs> not helping. For uh, not helping. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I, I'd be so curious to rewatch the movie with the context of like, this is all a ruse because there are so many things that they do. That I'm like, is this part of your plan or is this an accident? Like, <laughs> I, is this part of it or or is this intentionally just confusing? Yeah. No, you were right about the little girl that like falls out of the closet. Yeah. It's like, how is that a plan? You didn't know he was going to come in here. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Who cares though? That's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is just to sip, sit back and relax. Yeah. Let it wash over you. No, it's a flawless film, and it's. I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. I mean, it's Nick Cage being Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage crushes yeah. it. God bless Nick Cage. Nick Cage <laughs> sa- swears that him and the director know and knew the whole time that this was a funny movie. Swears and that it was intentionally funny. So it is funny. It's funny. What do you think Nick Cage is like day to day? Like when he wakes up in the morning? You know what? I had this conversation yesterday. And so I've thought a lot about it. No way. Like what do you think? He wakes up Mm -hmm. in silk sheets and a silk robe. Yes. Has a tiny espresso. He he guashas his face in the morning. (laughs) I feel like all of his decor is is black and burgundy. Like chrome. Uh, Yeah. He has a pet raven. Yeah. And a snake. From the the desk? Maybe the one from the desk. (laughs) Yes. And I feel like he gets dressed in head to toe leather (laughs) and like goes and says good morning to his snake. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Reads scripts all day. What's a Pedro Pascal movie? Uh, um, Oh, the, uh, the, the unbearable weight of massive talent yeah i just really hope that that's what he's like in real life yeah i really hope that they're just like dude just be yourself we're not even going to give you a script yeah just go, there, yeah. Just go for it i think yeah he reads the scripts he makes two piles the good good movies bad movies and then he picks up the bad movies and he ad- auditions for those <laughs> uh, i thought you were gonna say he makes two piles and there's no movies in the bad movie pile <laughs> all of these rock Every yeah, single all one of these, of these rock. 
I will do them all. Hey, I appreciate that talent of his to mm-hmm. see the see the good in everything. We should all strive yeah. to have Nicolas Cage's optimistic outview of or lo- outlook of. I gotta say, his recent movie Renfield. Oh my god! Is on Peacock. So... He plays Dracula. I haven't seen and Renfield yet. Y'all, he goes deep in the character. There's one very good scene in it, but I thought that movie was very bad very bad oh oh yeah 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 i mean i just was like tickled by nicholas cage in the whole thing he's fully a character yeah like, yep. he's lost he's lost yeah i was, that like was yeah that was my joy of the movie but yeah it is not the best i'll, I'll take sure. this moment to recommend vampire's kiss if you haven't seen it another movie where Nicolas Cage plays a vampire. Have you read his Wikipedia page recently? Because there's just a line here that says, at age 15, he tried to convince his uncle, Francis Ford Coppola, to give him a screen test, telling him, I'll show you acting. His outburst was (laughs) met with silence in the car. By this stage of his career, Coppola had already directed Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, Gene Hackman, and Robert De Niro. It's like such a brutal takedown on a Wikipedia page. Yeah, who's writing this? <laughs> you sh- but that's also that confidence he has. Yeah. He's just like, I'll show you. And it's like, I've already seen brilliant acting. Like, he just has such confidence. I feel like it's got to be Francis Ford Coppola that wrote that. He's the only other one in the car with him. like the silence in the car (laughs) who would know that other than francis (laughs) i'd rather watch nick cage than any of those actors yeah same that's that's my take Mm -hmm. 100 percent um well thank you guys so much for choosing this film what a delight yeah this was we all have to get tattoos now i think of the raven flying out of the desk (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) what <laughs> um, Walid Elizabeth, can you tell our listeners where they can find you and what you got going on? Yeah, we got ourselves a little podcast called mm-hmm. Sitcom D and D, on which I play a half orc named Chip, and Elizabeth plays a half like named Beef, and mm-hmm. it's a sitcom slash Dungeons and Dragons podcast where the episodes are episodic and we have a little campaign. So if you like comedy, if you like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, one of the two, both, whatever, you'll, yeah. you'll like this And you show. don't have to be into either of them to That's true. listen. If you like improv yeah. also, if you like comedy, yeah, like improv is a big part of it. Um, yeah, that's that's my number one pitch. Elizabeth, yeah. you got anything? Just uh, we do stuff on uh, Instagram, you know. Yeah, follow Just... Elizabeth on Instagram. She's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> it's your manager. Yeah, she's got little yeah. sketches that are very, very fun. There you go. Great, amazing. Well, thank you guys again. And we close each episode with a voice from the movie. So I'm going to do Nicolas Cage screaming because that's <laughs> the obvious choice. Yeah. So bow our heads, <laughs> <laughs> screaming at all of you from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Goodbye. Gorgeous. Well good. done. That was good. That was good. That was good. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you enjoyed the episode, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really want to make our day, you can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can also follow us on social media at 
TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want even more content, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. We will be back next week with a regular episode. We love you a lot. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.